Welcome back to Fishtown Local on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. I'm here with my engineer, Jim Capillo, and filmmaker, singer, lover, bon vivant, Mr. Shep Abbott of Gloucester. How are you, Shep? I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. It's good to be here. You know, they say the Thanks uh, for inviting me. two best days in a man life, man's life of the day, he buys his boat and sells his boat. Well, I am a buyer today, so yes, if I get a little ebullient, <clears throat> you'll know the reason. So let me, uh, let me ask you my first question. Yes. <laughs> well, I want to ask, after you did that bank robbery in Oklahoma, um, how did you get away, actually? I was oh, curious. I uh, never heard much about that. <laughs> that's the least of my uh, run-ins with the law. Well, speaking of that, where actually did you grow up? Are you from Gloucester? Uh, I've yet to grow up. Um, when you do, will you be from Gloucester? <laughs> I, uh, no, I, I uh, spent my first uh, nine years in Wellesley. Oh. And then uh, uh, we moved up to Wenham. Uh, and my father uh, built uh, the Gateway Marina in Gloucester. Really? When I was a kid. And so I worked there from the time I was in middle school until um, uh, I was out of college. Is the Gateway the one that had JB and Water playing at? Yes. Yes. Those were times. Yes, I understand they were. I was never involved in those, but... Because uh, uh, you went home. <laughs> no, actually... <laughs> you were involved in those. Actually, I, I had um, I'd, I'd graduated to college by the time um, oh. the Gateway really took off. Took off as a night spot. And for as people a, that don't know, that J.B. and Water was, of course, J.B. Amaro and Fly Amaro. And they yeah. had a killer band. And Linda. And Linda, yeah. And horns and all this. All, yeah, I understand. Were, it was oh just God. wonderful. It yeah. was a scene. Like, it seems like it must have been a ro- like a roadhouse. It was exactly that, except it was really hard to get to. Remember, you had to sort sure. of cross and then go into the freeway and then dack around the corner and out sure. into the uh, yeah. swamp. It was in. Yeah. It was totally in, so you didn't have that many hockeys. Well, that's great. So where'd you go to high school? At? To what? High school. I went to Beverly High School oh, from, to, from oh. Wenham. Yeah, the, the, oh. uh, the, um, the regional hadn't been um, They didn't have a yet. Hamilton Wenham then. Yeah. Right. Which so. is surprising because the two towns are sort of locked in arms yeah you know oh, more sure. than well, essex they, and uh Manchester, yeah, yeah they seem they seem more <laughs> locked yeah. to, uh, now than than they used to but um actually i think i think uh hamilton um related a little more to um essex uh than than to wenham wenham, okay. wenham is so small yeah um, it's grown a little bit yeah but, uh, still still pretty small oh that's funny and how yeah. did you end up coming down the line how'd you get here is what i'm saying um well uh, you, from where? From basically, when did you decide? Did you move from Massachusetts to Massachusetts, or did you go off on oh, some great oh, no. journey of? Ex- yeah, no, I was I was away for a long time. Um, it always sounds like I was in prison, but yeah. no, I was, I wasn't away that way. Um, but I went to college in Philadelphia, and then um, was in the Navy for four years. I was an officer. Uh, with a year in Vietnam. Where did you go to college? Valparaiso? I went to uh, the University of Pennsylvania. Really? Mm-hmm. You're an Ivy Leaguer. I, I am. Oh, my goodness. That's such I a am. surprise. Don't tell anyone. Yes. And you're a second tenor. That's correct. That's right. So people say <clears throat> that Shep Abbott is no choir boy. But they would be wrong. <laughs> Not only have I heard him sing, I've heard him sing in my ear. <laughs> so I know he's there. <laughs> oh, that is so terrific. So uh, when did you get to Gloucester? In your 20s? Um, no. Uh, well, I was, as I said, I was, I was here through my, 
um, middle school and high school years uh, working at the marina. Okay, so and then and then I went off. Here, but yeah, right. And then I went off to college and the navy. So I was away um, basically for eight years. Uh, and then when I came back, I was a film. I became a filmmaker, mm. and uh, immediately, pretty much immediately, was in Africa for another six years. So I was out of the loop as far as Gloucester was concerned. But you were married by then? I was. Yes, Mm -hmm. because you had a gorgeous blonde wife. And there's a wonderful movie, Jim, uh, a TV show, ABC. I don't think it was Wide World of Sports, but it might have been. And it was him basically seeing if he could try to get as close to a leopard without getting eaten as he possibly could. Cheetah, Cheetah, sorry. Uh And he's remained a cheetah to this day, I can tell you. The tax (laughs) people call me constantly about him. But in the movie is this absolute babe of babes. And I kept going, who's that? Who's that? It's like, that's Shep's wife. (laughs) It's like, no wonder he didn't come back. (laughs) Well, she moved on. How did you get that gig? You mean, with, you mean with the babe? Nah, more with the... Uh, <laughs> well, you just flashed those eyes. Well, you are, were a babe, too. You had the big surfer locks. You had the big... Uh, you looked like, you know, Tarzan out there in the... But how did you get the ABC gig? That was kind of the top in your 20s. I mean... Yeah, well, I had, I had a lot of luck. Um, um, I arrived in Africa and uh, in East Africa and almost immediately got um, the opportunity to be a, a field assistant at the Serengeti Research Institute. Nice. And uh, in exchange for uh, doing a, um, a photography project for them, uh, I got room and board uh, and could uh, film the cheetah by day and do the f- uh, photography project by, by night. And those were um, movie cameras in those days, right? That well, that's right. 16 It wasn't video, yep, so you had to yep. be an editor, too. Yeah, and I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and But it was amazing, the, uh, the learning uh, process. Um, uh, not only how to shoot a camera, mm. but also um, how to be in the right position at the right time with the cheetah. Um, we would follow for—I uh, was with a partner— um, for um, a week without, without shooting anything. Um, and, uh, and then <clears throat> you, you needed to learn uh, how to get around in front of the cheetah chase so that the cheetah basically was coming toward the camera. Uh, because if you, if, you, if you just followed the cheetah and it started running, it would be running away from you. Right. So, so you had to figure out what animal it was it was stalking, of course, and then make a wide circle around the herd, and and position yourself. And you can see how we managed to do that a couple of times. There's one um, one shot where uh, we're sitting there, and there are two male cheetahs sitting um, by an anthill, and between us is a male Thompson gazelle. And and they and these two male cheetahs just keep looking uh, at the gazelle and wondering if they should waste their time. <laughs> Are we going to split it or cheat uh, your and turn? They, and they finally and they finally start running at them at the gazelle, and they're, that means they're running directly at my camera. And so the three of them are running at me until they realize that 
the car is in the <laughs> way, yeah. and then they they verge off, and the the chase continues for about uh, a minute and a half. Um, and they that do was a, in they, the film, wasn't it? Because it was I think the I film. remember them coming yep. and veering off at the jeep at that point. Yeah, it was in the film, and it was sort of a relay where one started and then the other took over about halfway through, and they never caught the the gazelle. <clears throat> um, but that's typical of the male. Um, cheetah, and in fact, the male um, of the big uh, carnivore cats um, are pretty much all like that. The lion, mm-hmm. the lion male, never hunts and, and uh, steals the the kill from the female, and, and and the same is true with the with the the cheetah. Although they're solitary, uh, if there's a if there's a male uh, in the area, um, and a female makes a kill, the male will steal it and run off with it. Uh. Um, even if she has cubs. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So it's kind of like Gloucester Bars, where you have lion, uh, cheat, uh, lion male cheetah. That's kind <laughs> right. of it. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Now, how did you get the connection into, uh, into AB? Was that Wide World of Sports? That was uh, the American Sportsman. Okay. Cause, but that was a national show. Oh, yeah. That was mm-hmm. like one of those Saturday afternoon AB. That, in those days, there were only three networks. So mm-hmm. there wasn't any cable. So being on ABC was as high as you could go. When it came to sports at that point, mm-hmm. Rune Arledge. But then were you discovered and they'd say, okay, try this, do, shoot this other thing? or um, No, sadly. <laughs> oh. uh, no, um, I, uh, you know, as it, as it happens, um, almost always in the film business, um, um, you need to meet someone, mm-hmm. you know. It's and, all and about I, who you know. And I happened to meet uh, the one of the writers on that program when I was um, first over there, uh, or I was there the second time, actually, um, and I had the film that I had shot the first time with me, and uh, um, I told him about it, and, and we watched it, and uh, he recommended me to ABC on the strength of that first material. Wait, I want to back up. You actually came home from Africa. And oh, then yeah, I, back came, out again. I came home five yeah. times. And you were in the Serengeti. Was it Kenya? Yep. Well, it's both. Oh. It's Kenya and Tanzania. And Tanzania, yeah. Yeah, they call it the, yeah. the Mara in, in Kenya, but it's, it's one ecosystem. Yeah, because I remember you were very, very involved, or at least interested in uh, preventing the road through the Serengeti. Right. And the Maasai. And yeah. everybody was pretty ambivalent about I mean, nobody really cared. Mm-hmm. And I remember you were kind of raised the consciousness. But then again, so did a ton of people in Africa. Yeah. So yeah, it did right. get stopped, didn't it? And that uh, the film that I made um, about that um, issue uh, and about uh, life uh, with my wife and I uh, in the Serengeti is, um, is actually on... Um, Online, it's uh, it's at www.serengeti-mara.info. Oh, if anyone wants to take yeah. a look. Now, did you make a second film that was about the road, or you mainly no, made that's, the one? That's that's it. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, okay. I combined the road with a with a reminiscence of. How did you get the uh, resources to get back over? I mean, did they say we'd like you to go back and here's some money for? Well, I. Um, uh, I I did I did manage to get some more work as a result of the ABC stuff. I um, uh, I was high, I was contracted to go back and do uh, a couple of films um, for another ABC program um, on wildlife uh, on the uh, 
um, the uh, hyena and jackal. Oh my god! So I did two half-hour yeah. films, one of each. That, and, that that's a that, whole that's dogs, and you have to learn a whole new way of outsmarting them because cats have one way of thinking, right? Yeah, yeah. They they are, the the the, um, the hyena and, and jackal are are more sedentary in mm-hmm. a way. They both have. Wait till their food and, comes in front of them. Well, they, 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 but they they just uh, they just uh, have smaller uh, territories and uh, uh, and they have den they have regular dens and uh, so they they don't wander like the uh, cats do. Uh, I understand. You know, cats. I've always said I've said especially to men who are trying to meet women. I said, you want to catch a cat, you walk away from it. And they'll walk after you. If you want to catch a cat, don't walk after it. Just what you said. They're going to turn around and walk away. Same with women, right? You know, you walk away if you want to attract their attention. So yeah, that you don't walk towards them. That's <laughs> yeah. never been my experience, but yeah. it might have been yours. Well, it was never your pro- <laughs> it was never your problem either. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> Here he comes. Even the jackals and the hyenas would walk away from me. <laughs> well, I first got to know you um, through a piece of your film footage when we were making the first Gloucester Chicken Shacks, which is a long time ago now, mm. twenty years ago, and you. Mm. Gave me two of them. One was the history of the world. I think it was part one, but I might have been just the history of the world. And it was the compilation of, let's call it a thousand years of film, even though it hasn't been that long. And it was quick edit shots with Bo Diddley playing dumped, dump, dumped, dump, 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 dump. Right. and it would cut back and forth. And that was the soundtrack through the whole thing, but it would cut back from to the him. Stone Age yeah. to the launching of the uh, moon atomic moon bomb. Oh, I thought it was atomic bomb. Was no, the it's last the moon one. rocket. Oh, moon rocket. Okay. Yeah. And I love, I, we, I was trying to use it on the shack. Whenever I would hit the scene where the buffaloes would be stampeding, the thing would shut the computer down. Oh. I never knew why. And it would always oh, yeah. get to that point, which was fairly the far into code. the movie. And in those, so I'd start the thing and run it, and then I'd get there. And then I had to go back to the beginning and try it again. And oh, that's too bad. Over and over. So finally, I got, so I had to transfer your tape on to, I think, high eight, and then play it in on that. Or I think you had to transfer oh it twice. God. Yeah, it was black and white, so it didn't hurt it that much. But it would not take it because all the little time codes, as you said, on the bottom mm-hmm. would make the computer shut down. Right. And it would yeah. turn the screen green, if you've ever had that, Jim, happen on that machine. And it would just paralyze mm-hmm. the machine. Does I anybody really want to hear this? Yeah, well, what are you going <laughs> to do? <laughs> and then there was another wonderful film. What was it? Uh, early on the running girl the running girl i love that one which was butch roth's daughter lila and she's only like three and you were carrying the camera down on your knee like those sports guys do yeah and so you had it right at her head and at her head height and she's running and her brother who's like a year older is like four or five and he's coming sort of sashaying behind her and she's trying to get away from you see everything about youth on her face. Yeah, she was wonderful. And then she goes into the brush, and right before she does, for some reason, you probably yelled at her, she turns back around, and she looks into the camera, and you see a whole lifetime of emotion on her face, and then she looks back into the unknown of the future, looks back at you and the past, and heads off into that's the right. future. Into the, and into the woods. And into the woods. Just, Mm. What a terrific! And the it's dog a in thing. that is great. With the dog is running, it's suddenly you have the camera. The dog head goes by. The dog goes by as his head goes by. <laughs> so glad that's that's that one comes up again. That's show one twenty nine. I always remembered it because it's, whenever that. that comes along, I always want to call Such you. Such a happy yeah. memory. Yeah. yeah. 
So what else? Then you got into, you worked with Buster High for a while, uh, theater program. Didn't you make a documentary about them or middle school or something? Middle school, yeah. yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And, that, and um, you're working on a project now called Gloucester But we're, we're leaving out uh, art space, aren't we? Oh, oh sorry. That's 13 sorry. years of my life. Yes, that's because <laughs> the now, Shep, overpowers the then, Shep. Yes, that's right. Art space on Center Street. On Center Street first and then on yeah. Maplewood. I love that Center Street because it was like going, it was like a fun house. The way that you went yeah. up in the air in that big room and the, I mean, you went up there to get there up in the air. But then the kids totally related. And oh, of course, you it. were one of them. They so there it. were no real, even though you had rules, you weren't like writing down every infraction and then constantly, because they were free. Yeah. And so they could go and do art and yeah. be art. Well, you know, what I learned was early, um, because I had never really um, done anything like that, um, was, and, and I also wasn't familiar with the, um, the new, you know, the, the, the modern youth culture. Um, I just hadn't been um, around it. And uh, so I was really... Um, um, innocent of 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 anything i didn't know what i was doing and um what i um realized uh about the um the success um that we could nurture there was that the kids already had something they really wanted to do Mm. you see Mm -hmm. um i've had experiences since then with um teen centers uh and what i find the issue is with teen centers is that they're the doors open, but then there's nothing for a teenager to focus on. It, it's it's sort of like you, you 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 try to get them to focus on what you want them to do instead of mm, what they want to do. do. And and we um, realized that that art uh, that your if your um, if your function if your offering is art, whether it's music or any kind of art, uh, it will attract people who want to do that. Mm. And so they will come in and they will do that and they won't goof around and they won't, and they will begin to uh, take ownership of that place. Were these ideas that you would plant in them saying, okay, the subject today is boats, or is it people come in and say, your idea from beginning to end, go. And no, then, it, it was a combination. I mean, I mean, the music program was strictly up to them. Mm. You know, they, they would bring a band oh. and they would come and they would play for half an hour, three quarters of an hour or whatever, and they would bring their audience. Um, the, the art programs um, were more structured. Um, we usually had some idea of what we wanted to do. We, the, one of the things that we loved doing was um, painting... Um, tiles uh, that said um, they usually said free on them and and so the kids would paint some design and it would always have the word free on it and then um, uh, after they were painted um, we would take them out and put them on the street and uh, people would just pick them up because they said free yeah and so it was free art nice (laughs) and it would get used and it, yeah. it was it's funny because the the uh, the way that all started was uh, we started um just you know asking them to paint free on on these tiles and and uh, we had a collection of them and uh one of them was left out in the hallway 
um, one day, and it was one of my favorites. And uh, I went by once, and it was gone, and someone had taken it. And I was so upset, and then I realized, but it said free. Yeah. So <laughs> from then on, we we <laughs> free took them, we, we gave them all away. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Well, we had two guests on the show, and uh, tell me what's wrong with Charles Olson, the poet, that I couldn't get either of my guests, Jay McLaughlin or Peter Anastas, well, to he's talk, dead, right? But to talk about their times <laughs> growing up. That's with what's him. wrong with them. Instead, they wanted to talk about your residence. They wanted to talk about the Beacon, and they had grown up at the Beacon, Beacon Marine, and of course Peter oh, that's lived great. there. Jay lived there, and now. Shep Abbott lives there. That's right. So is it America crumbling and reinventing itself, or is it— uh, Well, you're supposed—you know, like like Jay and, and uh, Peter, um, you know, they lived there at the proper time of their lives when they were young. Young. I'm yeah. going to die there. True, you know, but you look young. <laughs> I'm old. When you're in situ. I'm, when you're I'm the in only your, old guy there. When you're up in your balcony up there, you don't look that old. You yeah, know, you look like, yeah. okay, let's get out the oh, canvas. I have a, yeah. I, 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 it's my favorite place to live other than a, a tent in oh. the Serengeti. It's, it's, uh, I, I just love it. I love Talk Jack. About, I love yeah. I love everybody. I mean, it, it's such a warm place. Oh, I remember going, and the day I was there, you, you invited us over, and it starts snowing. Yeah. And snowing at the Beacon. There is, it's like Robert Frost, you know, whose woods these are. I think I, it is so poetic to be at the Beacon when it's snowing. And those schooners are it's there true. and the fishing yeah. boats. And, you know, there's so much black at low tide. And there's the snow against the, oh, it's just, I did a lot of that for the shack before you were there. But I would did shoot you? the Beacon yeah. in the snow. I would just, when it starts, I'd go down and shoot it because the pictures. And then, you know, I got into just shooting the water reflecting. Yeah, those things, and that can be beautiful yeah. too. Yeah, well, it's definitely um, some of the last of old Gloucester. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm making a, a documentary uh-huh. now about the past, present, and future of Gloucester, and so it's um, you know a streak of of good fortune that um, I feel that I ended up living there just in the last six months um, because I'm re- I really feel like I'm in in the heart and soul of. Of, of Gloucester. You know. and, and the name of it is Gloucester Shrieks? <laughs> Gloucester Shrieks. Uh, speak, Gloucester sorry. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. I was thinking, since I'm in it, part I thought of, it was uh, part the of it is, Tarantino Shrieks. You know, so. Part of it is, uh, is shrieking. Yeah, I like um, that. But, um, yeah, it's the past, present, and future of, of our iconic and beloved city. When are you going to make Gloucester Shrieks? That's, you know, that's the one that will get uh, all the viewing. No, it is. And uh, it is interviews. Is it? It's all. It's all spoken by um, citizens yes. of Gloucester, and a few people. Um, um, I have uh, just recently interviewed uh, uh, Representative Moulton, okay. um, who has a, a bill in Congress, um, an educational bill for uh, young fishermen, oh. um, which is very very interesting. Um, and you know, a few politicians, but uh, and and uh, other city officials. Um, and some um, um, marine biologists and well, people like that, but mainly um, citizens of Gloucester, a lot of Sicilian people. and, and uh, Do you have Gloucester's uh, most, uh, how shall I call it, Glappiest, Gloucester's happiest guy, Jim's father-in-law, Joe Mondello, the shoemaker? Is he in it? No. Well, the, we got to get shoemaker? you down there. You Did know, you right across oh. from St. Anne's parking lot? Cobbler. Yeah. Cobbler. I said he, shoemaker. Is he sorry. still there? Yeah. 
I love that guy. Gotta go in there. He is the best. Yeah. Yeah. 92. 92, and yet he talks like he's 22. Yeah, I love love him. He's got some war stories. And by the way, you went to Vietnam. Did you not serve in Vietnam? I did. In the war? I did. Uh I was there on a minesweeper. Oh, my God. Thank God you weren't on land. But you got shell-shocked. Didn't you get shot at and... Well, I was shot at once, um, and that was my own fault. I, I uh, volunteered. I, I thought I might, because I grew up around boats, I thought I might um, want to uh, transfer to a um, swift boat. Yeah. And so I jumped aboard a swift, swift boat one, one evening and, uh, and went on a, a patrol up the rivers. And, uh, Mekong? And got, and got shot, uh, oh. shot at and, uh, and, and decided that uh, it wasn't for me. Yeah, <laughs> and then when you got off the boat, did you go back on land duty, or you went? I home? was I was back on on shore. Yeah, yeah, I was on shore duty for a year and a half. What was, was your job on shore? I was a intelligence officer at um, at a mine warfare staff in Charleston, South Carolina. Well, what happened? Get it? <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we got that cleared up. Well, I want to know more about Gloucester Speaks. Um, it, when uh, you're sort of right in the middle of it, so we're talking a couple of years away from final. <clears throat> a year. Yeah, oh, I'm good. hoping. Okay. Yeah, I've been I've been shooting and, and editing for two years. Yeah. And um, uh, I have another year to go, and um, I want to I want to premiere it um, on Fiesta. Uh, 2018. Oh, awesome. Um, it should be projected on a wall or something outdoors at Fiesta. We could so do that. The yeah. people could all see it and see themselves. That would be great. Yeah. Oh. Um, we are doing a, a pre, um, a pre, a sneak preview of the first 30 or 40 mm. minutes, um, which is still rough. Mm. But uh, on August 13th at the Cape Ann Community Cinema, I really wanted to nice. um, project it early for the community because it is a community project well you and had a 15 minute version you did or a little minute. longer 10 minutes ten before minute. mm-hmm. that was fantastic and of course jimmy tarantino was the star of that one kind of introing the others and, yeah uh, he's he's good he's yeah. he's uh, paddling around in a yeah in exactly a, in a dory. Yeah. yeah yeah and talking about the, yeah. the harbor well, you got everybody in the movie. I mean, I mean, from what I just the little bit I saw, Peter Anastas was pretty important in it too. Yeah, Peter's yeah. Peter's very uh, yeah. articulate. Yeah, he mm-hmm. sure is. And the theme kind of is a combination of oh, for the old Gloucester, where's the old Gloucester still in the today's theme, Gloucester? The theme is the theme is change, yeah. which is which is which is a, a theme that I uh, realized doing this film. Um, I've been preoccupied with uh, in my other work, um, both both in wildlife, but also um, I've done um, ethnographic uh, work, and I and, and and the ethnographic work has always dealt with um, the dislocation of of, of tribal people mm-hmm. uh, from their from their homeland, and so um, so Glo- Gloucester um, is um, you know in many people's minds. Uh, one of the last remaining um, old fishing ports mm. uh, in America, and of course was the first fishing port in America. So it has a, an extremely interesting, uh, deep um, cultural history, uh, and it's going through a tremendous amount of change right now, especially with the building of the new ho- hotel, which is which is quite a success, I understand, and. Um, and that's influencing, and especially because it was built um, 
within the sort of confines of the old fort, the old Sicilian enclave. Um, uh, it's um, having a, a, a big influence on, on the direction of the, of the city. Oh, of the fort in particular. Of the fort, but also uh, Main, a Street, estate Main Street just, uh, just since the, the hotel actually began to be built um, already started to change significantly. And, and now, uh, uh, I remember when I, when I first came back in 1989, um, there were storefronts vacant, um, many storefronts vacant. And, uh, Especially in the West End. I, I remember one of the things I remember was I had to, um, back then, fax was a big thing. And I had to fax things. I was I was producing stuff, and um, and I and the only fax machine on Main Street was in the meat market, <laughs> the fresh meat market. And so, from from <laughs> ever since then, whenever I th- whenever I hear the word fax, I smell raw meat. It's so funny. <laughs> hey, fax me a couple of pork chops for dinner today. Well, um, just to be argumentative, why? When you say a, a sentence like, I gather it's a great success, the hotel, what, are, are you basing that on the, the stores on, uh, in Main Street or West End? Or? Oh, I, I didn't think I said, I didn't say that. Oh, I thought you said success. <laughs> Let's review the tape. Could you play it back real fast? <laughs> Up, there it is, right there. It says, I get it, it's, it's a success. Uh, uh, did you hear that, Jim? <clears throat> The success, the S word. Okay, well, no, um, no, I, I did, I did say. I'm just joking. I, I mean, I was just curious because I had wondered myself uh, whether, obviously, in the summer it's jammed. I couldn't tell whether it had spread its wings and flown. Uh, I think it's more like to me, it's like the Beauport Princess. Uh, it's not allowed to go out beyond the breakwater. So, did it really? Is it packed? No. Um, well, I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not involved in it. Um, all I know is what I hear, and what I hear is, uh, and what I see. Yeah. Um, it's it's beautifully done. Um, it uh, seems to be um, popular. Um, I I uh, I think the food is good. Um, I don't I don't I just don't know you know I don't know their books. Yeah. But um, but 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 it looks like they uh, have made an attempt to 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 uh, to have a really a uh, really great um, hotel here, mm-hmm. um, whether whether you're in favor of it or not, mm-hmm. um, and um, I think that they're uh, planning on uh, hoping to do a lot of work, uh, convention work, yeah, and weddings and that for sort sure. of thing. Oh, they got a bunch of weddings, but for I mean sure. in the, in the yeah. winter also, yeah, you exactly. know, and and, uh, and and as I said, I think it I think it's going to be a uh, magnet um, for. Uh, people uh, to come here mm-hmm. rather than to go somewhere else, yep. both summer and winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that seems to be the business plan yeah. uh, for the hotel. Well, um, I only ask because I thought I had discussions to people who think the verdict's still out on whether financially it's obviously it's attractive and, you know, it's in a space that was somewhat right for it. Uh, I worry about the industry down further down. But, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, well, that's a, that's a, that's an as issue. As they would say, in and that's an issue that we cover in the film extensively. Yeah, uh, we we cover. Um, we go all the way back to um, 2013 when they were having the initial um, council meetings, and we have film of the council meetings where 
people like Jimmy uh, and and uh, Peter Anastas and uh, some of the people um, for the hotel and some of the people against the hotel uh, both have an opportunity to speak. And so um, we, we are able to sort of recreate um, the feelings at that time and, and those to some extent still, um, still exist to, today. Um, and that's, uh, you know, that's, uh, that, that's change. That's mm. what I'm talking about. Um, and I'm a reporter. I'm, um, I'm, I don't have a foot in any camp, camp. in particular. Yeah. I have a great deal of uh, empathy for, um, for the fishing industry uh, and for the old times. Um, but I also have a, a, a great feeling for um, the education of young people, which is, is very hard to do when you mm-hmm. don't have any money. Um, yes, and Gloucester's so, tax base needed a push. You know, I, I've, I've always said, um, you know, watching the um, decline of the fishing and, and hoping that it will come back, um, that um, without the fishing, uh, you have to ask the question, what good is the harbor? Mm. Because the mm. harbor is a resource, mm. an incomparable resource for the city. And if it isn't used somehow, and there are many uh, 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 marine industrial uh, activities going on, now, today, uh, innovative um, activities that are going on today um, that will, um, will keep it b- being a marine industrial uh, harbor. Um, but it needs to pay its way, in yes. a sense. It's, we've got to find a way without it becoming uh, a marina, um, a place just for recreational vehicles mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Whatever else, it it needs to be to remain a marine industrial um, port. Well, um, I think that is a noble <clears throat> sentiment. Um, it's so noble that as my engineer is nodding to me, that we've gone over our time <clears throat> limit. But I do want to say that I just um, I just um, stated an opinion. Yes, and I'm I sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry be. if I. <laughs> you shouldn't be, because your opinion is the verdict is kind of out, and at some point we've got to balance these forces and try to keep the industrial thing working while changing and going with modern times. Hey, we were lucky to have someone who wanted to build a hotel. And, and there are also a number of um, these innovative uh, operations that believe the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know that they're they're not uh, they're not building other hotels mm-hmm. in the. Harbor. They're not doing other uh, mm-hmm. marinas. Um, they're mm-hmm. they're doing. Uh, That's right. Marina. And you get the balance between the love of Gloucester and the love of the fishing industry. And how do they balance? Sometimes they agree. Sometimes they're out of harmony. And that's called life. Right. Capitalism. America. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of America. Land of the free, home of the brave. We've had one of the bravest and the freest here, Mr. <clears throat> Shep Abbott. And we sure appreciate your time today. And Thanks. You Thanks people for- out there, you better tune in next time to Gloucester. Fishtown Local. Fishtown Local.